0: What's up, Alex here with the Geek 30 Happy Hour. How's everybody doing? I'm bringing you guys a very special episode. This past year, I was fortunate enough to be part of a committee to put on a conference called DC PodFest. Uh, We put it on last month and had a fantastic interview with the two um, co-founders, Alex and Jennifer. And we talk a lot about what it means to us to podcast, and also it gives a great perspective on how to get started in podcasting. Um, I've had a lot of listeners reach out in regards to, hey, how do I get started, Etc. Um, first of all, if you're in the DC area, definitely join the DC Podcasting community group on Facebook. Um, but give this episode a listen, um, because the reason I put on this interview was really for you guys. I want to... Um, Provide some value to you all, and thanks for supporting JoJo and me through all this. So, uh, without further ado, here is the interview with Alex and Jennifer. Hey guys, I'm Alex with the Geek Thirty Happy Hour, and I am live at DC Podfest, and I am joined by Alex Vidalis, hello, and Jennifer Crawford. Hey hey. Now I am uh, delighted to have you guys here. And um, I'm delighted to be here with you guys. So thanks so much for putting this on. You guys are uh, going to be listening to two of the, the the two co-founders for DC PodFest, right?
1: Yeah, the king and queen. The king Absolutely. and
0: queen.
2: That's exactly how I like
0: to be referred to during a two king and queen podfest. Your majesties.
1: Thank you for letting us wear our crown on your show. You're
0: welcome. <laughs> <It's> I've, I've <laughs> never seen you without your crown, so I just kind our, of...
1: Our necks are very strong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. With the, with all that bling right there on top of your head. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
2: Very
1: muscular through yeah. the shoulders.
2: It's a metaphor of the crown weighs heavy on you know, on the head, but then there's also a literal factor which is <laughs> it just it's gold and it weighs a lot of it weighs a lot of poundage. Yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Just very strong. You guys are very strong. Yeah. So tell the world about you guys.
1: Well, um I'm a podcaster. Okay. I have a podcast called the Jelly Vision Show Podcast mm-hmm. that I started a little over six years ago with my co host Tim Trueheart, who is a stand up comedian. And we talk about creative entrepreneurship. I've been an entrepreneur since I was 19 and I've had several businesses. So it's a topic that I'm really passionate about. And we're both creative people. And so we really like to see creative people take those passions and adopt a business mindset so that they can support themselves with them. And uh, I love podcasting. Obviously, I'm both a listener and a producer of a podcast. I think it's a fantastic medium. I'm a small business owner and um, I am also an improviser. That's That's it.
0: The improv last night was a lot of fun.
1: Oh, I'm so glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, Yeah, I was was too. I was too tired. It was weird to like participate as an improviser and as the event producer. I felt like the worlds were needed to be separated a little bit, but
0: yeah. So people uh, listening at home, we had a a little after party kind of last night where everybody came in. We had a. It was a VIP. Okay, it was a VIP Mm -hmm. sort of thing. You know, I don't want to just brush my shoulders off a little bit, but. Uh, We had an improv group come in. It was Tim and and his whole troupe. And you're part of that too, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Tim and I
1: actually founded uh, the Improv Imps back at um, a business of mine that failed called The Soundry, which was a creative workspace. And I lost my shirt. A lot of people know this story. You've listened to my podcast. But I, I failed miserably at that business. Lost so much money. Lost everything. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I, I took away from that uh, that failure my podcast and the Improv troupe, which is still together. So Love it. Um, it didn't make me rich financially, but uh, very rich uh, in other ways. Very rewarding. Very rewarding. Well, you guys were great. Thank you. I thought you. it was a lot Thank of fun. Thank you. They really enjoyed it.
0: So, Alex, how about you? Well, I've, uh, I've no, been I doing... Mean, pod- you have a really good first name, by the way. Thank
2: you. just wanted to say that. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Alex, uh, Alex Vidalis. It kind of rhymes, too, yeah. the whole name. Um, I started doing podcasting about two and a half years ago, and I actually started podcasting shortly after I listened to the Jellyvision show for the first time, and uh, and I had followed Jelly, Jennifer Crawford, for a long time uh, as someone who was um, embedded within the DMV art scene. Mm-hmm. I saw a lot that was going on with her space, The Soundry, and, uh, and I was like moderately jealous of this workspace of this cool place, space she had out in Vienna um, and I was like well who is this woman and then the more I started to listen to the show the more I started getting into the messaging which is the creative entrepreneurship and and actually the biggest takeaway I took on a regular basis is um, you should be doing something you know and that was my biggest takeaway from the, and I think that's one of the biggest things you hope for, is that people actually do something.
1: Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, we're um, we're all consumers. We, we consume a lot. You know, we consume content. We consume products. Um, so I just love people that are creating and putting things out in the world and leaving some sort of legacy behind. So I think everybody should create more and consume less, probably. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: I love it. And in a weird way, while Jelly Show is about creative entrepreneurship, and uh, and there's a lot of discussion about how to take your passion and your artistic creations and make money from it, my show, The pilot ways at the time, was a little bit more about, well, tell me who you are as an individual making the art so that people will be more likely to come out and see you in person. And that was my vision for success for an artist was let's get people engaged and excited about you and your art and get people coming and put butts in the seat.
0: Yep, and, and that's primarily what you guys talk about even now, right? Like-
2: well, the pilot waves is on hiatus, but that's oh, okay. still ultimately the greatest goal is to get people going to see artists, artists and musicians Great. live and in-person theater. Okay. Um, and then I have uh, two other shows that I'm uh, doing that are sort of in the same vein. One right. is a live show weekly called Stuck in the Waiting Room, which is a, a focus on DMV-based DMV artists and musicians, but more in the, uh, the old-style uh, DJ morning zoo crew, but without the sound effects.
0: Oh no! Sound effects? No, no sound effects. No like poop sounds or? No, I don't have it. I oh. just don't have the technology. That's, Jeez, we have the technology. Not all of we us have pizza cutters in our uh, kitchens. That's that's right, Jennifer. Fancy fancy <laughs> Must pizza be fancy. cutters. Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> so tell uh, the world about DC PopFest. I've mentioned it a couple times on the Geek Thirty Happy Hour, and I think that uh, you know, for me personally, we've been uh, I've been podcasting for about a year. And when uh, the the DC podcasting community opened its loving arms uh, to embrace me, I, I felt the need to give back and, and help where I could and, and uh, help put this thing on. So uh, I've told the the listeners, you know, especially those who are really interested in getting into podcasting, um, about this conference, but I, I think it would be really beneficial for them to hear it from you guys, the creators.
1: Yeah, sure. Um- well, as podcasters, if any of you out there listening are podcasters, you probably have experienced a bit of isolation. You know, it's a—I consider it an art form or a craft, and it when it's at its best, and uh, and you're doing this thing, and you're you're believing in your messaging or, or whatever you're trying to accomplish with your podcast, and you're doing it a lot uh, alone, at alone, um, in your living room or basement, garage, wherever you are, and so I was sort of um, when I got more serious about podcasting, I was really craving the opportunity to meet people that were doing the same thing I was doing Mm -hmm. and talk about what I, you know, equipment and strategies and messaging and content. And so the first thing I did was I looked for a conference in the D.C. area, something local, and I didn't see one, which surprised me because I thought, oh, we're in D.C. There's a, a conference or a group for everything. And so I just started with a Facebook group, and that sort of grew over time, and the idea of the conference grew over time. So for me, I really just want uh, independent podcasters and future independent podcasters to have uh, a space and a time to get together, encourage each other, learn from each other, learn from people that have been doing it for a while, make connections, meet guests. Um, and and this seems to be a great way to do it is to you know do a, a couple day conference and encourage people to come and and really respect what they're doing respect themselves and respect others that are doing it so we can continue to uh, spread the messaging and spread the word about podcasting and get more, so we can all get more listeners that's all we want right sure yeah I think that's did I miss any I probably missed something
2: Alex that's funny no I was actually thinking. How would I phrase it properly that that's everything that I would have said, but I can't possibly not talk. So I'm going to have to add something. <laughs> um, the, the, the one thing that I heard at this conference that made me laugh, uh, my girlfriend Googles everything. She Googles everything. Every single thing everything? you can imagine. Every single thing that ever happens to her, she will Google to see what to do. Okay. It drives me crazy. Um, mostly because the number one search result on Google is what? It's the search. Uh, it's the term that was... Paid to be the result. That is the way it is. You yep. are basically getting the bought and paid for search result. That being said, the greatest, uh, I think, learning tool that anyone ever has is human interaction with another person. That is what, for me, DC Podfest is about human interaction. It doesn't matter what the workshops are. It doesn't, I mean, it does. I'm not trying to take away. It doesn't matter what the workshops are, what the seminars are, who the live guests are, the improv imps, None of that stuff matters. What matters is that we're all together in a room, sharing a moment, Mm -hmm. talking to each other, realizing that we're not alone in this world. And that is what DC Podcast is more than
0: anything. That's beautiful.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's so nice to see, you know, in the beginning of the conference... There's some people that know each other, but there are, you know, most people don't know each other. Mm-hmm. And then now we're in like the day two of the conference. We're uh, approaching the second half of the day, and I can feel like this shift in energy because now people have had all this time to get to know each other. They're really comfortable. The conversations and questions are getting, uh, you know, fast and furious because people are feeling comfortable with each other. And and there we had two
2: people get married. They just they met <laughs> here and they got yep. married. It's crazy.
1: And then they adopted a dog. And they, and they did. Did They really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Name they, Remy. They rescued him from uh, the Washington Humane Society. It's no the strangest way. Strangest story you've ever heard. His Name is Scruffy.
2: Scruffy. I think it was Remy. Yes.
1: Remy. But now he's Sir Worthington.
0: Sir Worthington. Sir Worthington. So how many names has his dog gone through?
1: Well, um, seven. Mr. Butterworth. Seven. Mm-hmm. Seven, names. seven names.
0: Seven names. Seven names.
1: And now they're just going to okay. string them, string them together.
0: Yeah. Just Sir Worthington uh, <laughs> Scruffington Remy. You know, Remy Scruffy. The yeah. third.
1: Pod dog.
0: Pod dog.
2: Pod dog.
1: Pod. <laughs> so magic is happening. You know, the, people talk great. about magic and it sounds really like, I don't know, like a woo-woo word, but you can feel like that crackle of connection and, um, and, and just like a real depth of experience, which the, is so nice.
2: The difference between how podcasting is treated uh, as, a, as in anything between last year and this year is definitely palpable in the actual difference in the way DC Podfest feels. Last year... There was still a little bit of that, I'm going to be a little shy about telling you about my podcast. I'm still even a little bit shy to tell you I'm a podcaster. Mm-hmm. This year, it's, I would say it's loud. It's out there. It's the first thing that people say, and it's not just I'm a podcaster. It's like, oh, I do this. This podcasting is just something that I do for fun. And why, why do you think that is?
1: Well, I think I think we're the cool kids now. Like people have been, you know, waking up to this new media form and they're realizing that it answers their need for on-demand content. Like we that's that's we're transitioning to nobody's making our programming for us anymore. We're making our own programming. We're deciding what we want to listen to and watch and what we want to consume because there's so much content out there. So we have to we have to have a means to filter it for ourselves and um and we're using content not just for entertainment but we're able to learn i mean you can turn your car into a mini university with just by virtue of uh, curating your list of podcasts. Yeah. You can have a history podcast, a business podcast, a, a comedy podcast, a cooking podcast. I love it when
2: you plagiarize your own uh, vlog posts. That's like almost verbatim, like one of your vlogs. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, well I mean, Good uh, job. I, I live it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I wrote it. I can't, you can't plagiarize yourself. You, you can't plagiarize can. not plagiarize yourself, you can. can you? Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah. So, I think, you know, we've had a little bit of a boost from um, some of the more mainstream podcasts. You know, Serial has to be mentioned because mm-hmm. I think that put podcasting on people's radar a lot of people listen to podcasting podcasts for the first time because of serial it certainly didn't make Podcast. You know, podcasts oh, were podcasts yeah. were along, around way before serial. Right. Um, I mean you
2: heard Mary today say she's been podcasting for ten years. That would have put her in two thousand six, yeah. which was way ahead of the curve. Yeah. And you were probably either listening you might not even have been listening on iTunes at that point. I don't I even know. I wasn't
0: no, I yeah. wasn't even I th- on the scene at that point.
2: You know, while we are the cool kids and I think that, that is worth mentioning and and I think that there is sort of a it, it has it's Podcasting is having its pop culture moments at this mm-hmm. point. Serial is a great example, and some others. Um, I think there's also a part of it which is the ease of access and the ability to get started so quickly. I mean, you can podcast with your phone with one app, Mixler or Speakler, Spreaker. S- sp- 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 the worst it? names for things. Spreaker. <laughs> Spreaker sounds like a like a misname. Like, like it sounds like something wrong. Um, are you drunk a little bit? I or? know. <laughs> I know. Right? Spreaker. What did you? Are you? What are you trying to say? Is that, <laughs> Podhead, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I think the ease of how to get started, and I think that people are so hungry for something different. You know, yeah. they, you know, there's a million shows to watch. There's a, there's a million concerts to go see. There's a million YouTube videos you can watch. They just want to have something a little bit different. And listening to someone tell their personal story about whatever it is, right in your ear holes, it's, it's personal and weird and different. And I think that's that's worth mentioning, too. Well,
1: and somebody on the diversity panel said something that I actually tweeted. I was looking up the tweet while you were talking. And they said, our voices don't match the voices of mainstream media. So they actually yes. had a, a really compelling reason to start podcasting. Because they're not hearing conversations that reflect their lives or mm-hmm. their um, their philosophies or their reality. And, and that's not fair. Yeah. You know, that's not fair when we have a choice. And so they they took to, to podcasting as a way to communicate with their communities and, um, and people that share um, their experiences in common, and that's really powerful. Like if you can, and, and somebody, another speaker, um, a black man with a gun, he talked about, he asked, the first question he asked in his talk was, how many of you are changing the world? And that doesn't mean you have to, like, create world peace. I mean, you can change the world with just a tiny little ripple of change, oh, right? certainly. Um, you know, you could just make somebody's day when they're in, like, the deepest, darkest depression, and that's changing the world, changing the world for that person, their family. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just, like, there's that butterfly effect, right? Um, so that is, you know, to me, that's just, um, it's just really, you know, it gives me goosebumps when I think about, about that.
0: Yeah, tell me about how you guys got into podcasting. I did it because I
2: thought there was a lack of quality conversations with artists and musicians that were just as interesting as any, you know, quote-unquote celebrity type interview. You know, I'm a big Charlie Rose fan. Um, I think in terms of one-on-one interviews, he's the best, even though he is very self-serving and he's funny to listen to in that way. Um, But those conversations that he has with, I'm just picking someone around, Jack White, or those conversations he has with uh, Brad Pitt and Angelino Jolie, I mean, they're interesting if you're into those people, but the fact is you're never, ever, Brad Pitt doesn't need your money, you know, um, you know uh, Johnny Metro from Washington, D.C. needs your money, he needs you to go see his movie, you know, he needs you to go to the local Rosewood um, film fest- Rosebud Film Festival in the DMV. That's what we need more of, and people don't do that unless they know those people. The reason people go see, you know, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie in a movie is, of course, because it's a movie and it gets advertised. But they actually think they know those people somehow. Those magazines, the stupid magazines, People magazine, it's there to make you think you know those people. Right. and I'm getting a little bit of a soapbox. That shit pissed me off, and I thought the people in the DMV deserve that kind of voice because stories about their sisters, brothers, mothers, or the, their time their dog ran away. That stuff resonates with people and it's important and it goes into their art. And that's why I got into podcasting.
1: Yeah, I mean, somewhat similar because, yeah, I, I really love the idea of giving people that are um, a chance to be represented who are underrepresented um, and give them a voice. In my case, um, I had the, co-create, uh, the co-creating uh, creative space, co-working creative space, and, uh, but it was a building. And so the only way you could meet these artists or musicians or creators was to actually be in our building. So I thought, well, why not use this, this method of media to reach people outside of our walls, even if we can just tell five people about this artist that they really should know about, that they know nothing about. And that's how it started, and, um, it, and it grew from there. We had no idea what we were doing. It was totally experimental. We didn't know anything about SEO. Nobody knew what a podcast was. We didn't even tell that many people because when we did. like, They didn't know what we were talking about. But it was, again, we were just kind of like, let's just reach a few more people. Let's just reach a few more people that can't make it to the building, and it's worth our time. And then you know, we eventually took it more seriously and started paying more attention to the, the artistry and craft of it. So. I love it. Yeah. That,
0: that's a, those are great answers. I know for me it was it was I was listening to um, a lot of podcasts, a lot of different stuff out there. I was listening to um, geeky sort of podcasts similar to what I do now, which is ultimately you know, kind of drove me to want to do it myself because I had other opinions about stuff that I would hear um, in, in other podcasts. And then there were also other podcasters where I just I enjoyed the style. You can tell they had a very distinct style in how they delivered a message. And so that really resonated with me. And then ultimately, it came down to me and my co-host, Jojo, where we were sitting around talking about geeky shit all day and drinking a beer, and we were entertaining those around us as we would have the conversation, like, yeah, you know what? This could totally work. And it just, it flowered from there. It was cool. It's awesome. It. Yeah, that's now, awesome. Now, um, because there are a lot of uh, potential podcasters who listen to the Geek 30 Happy Hour, tell, um, tell the world what you think, um, I, I guess you're biggest recommendations your advice whatever you think is most important as people may want to uh, venture into doing this themselves
1: yeah um, sure
0: I think the
2: first thing I would always recommend for people to do is to start helping someone else with their podcast first and foremost even if that you means you hear that free interns absolutely oh, even yeah. if it means the just a conversation audience. for an hour you know like the conversations you hear right now which is I'm going to tell you about my podcast oh this is what I think about your podcast Yeah. Um, you have to do that first absolutely right out of the gate because one there's a wealth of information that came before you um that will help you not get frustrated that's the number one thing don't get frustrated Mm -hmm. um and so i would say ask someone to help with their podcast even if it's just the question hey i like your podcast how can i help
0: just start there great recommendation
1: I would say just to start, unless you have a professional radio background, you're just accept that you're gonna suck. And the really, well, it is, and <laughs> it's is, true. It's true. There's it's no, so is,
0: true. It's, I could not disagree with that uh, one. Yeah, I, I,
2: I would disagree respectfully with, with both of you. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, you have to. And, and but the, the thing is, the only way you can get better is by doing it again and again and yeah. again. You can't read a book and get better with this with this type of media. You can't. Your friends can't tell you how to be better. You can't go to conferences and get better. Until you actually do it, but don't
2: yeah. put that show up until you are better. Put it up. No, put don't. It up. No, that's put not. It up. I totally disagree. Quality is important, and you know, I'm not saying that you that even looking back on your published shows and seeing the market improvement in yourself, that is worthwhile. But if we're talking about day one, you're this, you're the starting this. Now, why wouldn't you record it once, listen to it yourself? First and foremost, make someone else listen to it. What do you think about this?
0: I think that's what we consider in the business, known as a dry run.
2: Yeah, do a yeah. dry. Why not do a dry? Why, I mean, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna put this out there. Why not do a dry? Run? What's the reason not to do a dry run?
1: I will tell you because yeah. I've known too many potential podcasters who never get off the starting block because they're just waiting for the perfect episode to be produced and you will never do it. You'll never pr- you'll never push it out. And I that hear- was me.
0: Then maybe that they was see? me. By but you the way. did see? push it out. And we did we we Eventually. put that first episode out and I'll tell you what, the very first two episodes and I've mentioned this on the show, I bought a blue yeti. You know, I spent $120 on this mic. And uh, put it in front of us, hooked it up into GarageBand, and recorded And I'm like, God, this doesn't really sound all that good, but you know we're going to put it out anyway. Third episode rolls around. I realize I never actually set the input in GarageBand to actually be for the Yeti. Yeah, I know. So it was complete. yeah, the the producer sitting next to me is laughing. Anyway, so mistakes you have to make. Yeah, Um, and you
1: learn. But there's no
2: reason – there's no, there's no value to doing those
0: mistakes in front of someone. But
1: publishing is part of the process. I mean, actually, the whole that's it the provided whole pubu-
0: some like, like yeah. it, it made me feel that pain. <laughs> yeah, and I,
2: so- I, I feel as though, I just feel like you could, you would have experienced that same pain if you had shown it to three of your friends. Yeah, they, they would have said hey, I don't think your mic's on, man. And you would have been like, oh, <laughs> shit, thank you. You're right, my mic isn't on. I'm, I just, honestly, it, we're, this is the biggest difference between Jelly and I, is I am of the quality, yes, quality, and Jelly's like, no, just go and figure it out. Yeah. And okay, I'm wh-
1: like, wh- no. When, when was the last Pilot Waves episode?
2: Well, I haven't put one out because I'm See? not able to put together the quality that I want.
1: See? Mm-hmm. See?
2: But, but, but it's it doesn't not, have
1: to be perfect. You could you have a great. You could put out a, a podcast that is good enough quality. Well, I to, think if,
2: if any if anyone has listened to my episodes, they know that I don't necessarily uh, adhere to any kind of perfection for my episodes. So that's that's not valid. But <laughs> I, the reason when I say quality in this particular case, the hesitation of quality is the passion for the project. Okay, and well, that's that it, different. That's And, different. and so what i but we're we're speaking of. Uh, with a beginner podcaster, is a little bit different. I'm not trying to test people's passion. I'm not trying to say no. You should not put it up until you're ready. I'm not, and, and I would never say that, because the if you ask me, Alex, um, is anyone ever ready? No, no one is ever ready. The episode could always be better, myself included. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're saying, Alex, should someone fail in front of other people so they could figure it out as they go? My answer is unequivocally, mm-hmm. pick your pick who you fail in front of because. The, re- the feedback you get is extremely important. Do you want to get 35 posts that say your show sucks, the sound sucks? How is that going to help you? I know my sound sucks. Or do you want three of your friends saying like, hey, we listened to this. Here's mm-hmm. some things we think about it. Um, and your microphone was on the whole time, or your microphone was off the whole time. Thank you. That's all. we're to, uh, I think that's the only difference in what we're saying.
1: Yeah, no, I, I understand. Uh, you know, I guess just personally, you got to show it to
2: somebody. You got to let someone listen. I kind of yeah.
1: like the vintage episodes. Like when I get attached to, or you know to a podcast, I I often will go back to their earlier episodes because I know there's they've probably won, gone through that journey of improvement. So it's kind of with fondness that I go back and see how far they've come. So I kind of like personally going back and, and listening to those vintage episodes episodes because everyone, like you said, even if you wait and put out that first episode until you're like, think it's as close to perfect as you can, it's still going to be worse. Your first episode is not going to be nearly as good as your 100th it's episode. It's really
0: funny going back and comparing the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I go back and I listened to that first, those first two episodes and you know, we were recording basically off of a laptop yeah. mic because we were stupid. And then now I listen to episode 45 and we've got an entire XLR setup, and it's like, we yeah. you know what we're doing. Um, that in itself is gratifying, especially, you know, as a first time podcaster, you end up and, you know, whether or not you publish it, that's not the, the thing. But like when you go back and you listen to because you, you got to save that first recording, whether you publish it yeah. or not, you got to totally yeah. save it. You got to listen back to it. That's my biggest piece of advice. Look at where you started. Continue to go hit. You know, you're going to get hit with all the sort of punches roll with them and then listen to where you end up. Take advice from people and it's and it all works out it's so worth it.
1: It's a journey. The
0: the toughest thing is that you are you're going to be your toughest critic every single time. Every so, time.
2: So if you have a chorus of critics who are hitting you and you don't believe in yourself and what you put together you're going to let it defeat you. And that's one of the reasons that you have to work hard and put something that you're proud of together. Yeah. Um, because when the critics do hit you and it's truthful, it's just going to bounce right out. You're like, okay, I got it. And I got this. But if you, if you half-assed it and mailed it in, well, it's going to hurt and it's going to sting. And then you're not, you maybe won't pick yourself back
0: up again. Right. Give it your all. Yep. Absolutely. Always, always be giving everything. Absolutely. Leave
1: nothing on the table. That's right.
0: Well, thank you guys for sitting down f- with you. me. This has been a good, uh, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes of, of good content. You guys are going to hear some bloopers after the fact of some. No. Uh, re- oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm putting it in there. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yes. <laughs> Alright, thanks so much. Again, it's Alex Vidalis. And, and where can they reach you, Alex? Where can they learn more about the stuff that you're doing? You can go to uh, our Facebook page, Stuck in the Waiting Room, and then you can also take a look at
2: the Pilotways Facebook page for any upcoming announcements on some new shows that will be uh, coming out on WERA, um, Low Power FM, at, based out of Arlington.
0: Awesome, and how about you, Jennifer?
1: Yeah, you can uh, podcast-wise, you can find me at Jellyvision Show on Instagram and Twitter, and at DC Podfest uh, for anything DC Podfest-related on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, if you haven't been able to come out to DC Podfest, we'd love to see you in 2017. We're growing a little bit every year, and uh, we'd love to have you uh, be part of that process.
2: Join the DC uh, Facebook um, po- or the DC Podcaster Facebook community.
0: Yes. Oh God, that's where I found it all, and found where it, you guys. All that's where yeah. it all began. Where it all began. Um, so thank you again and there you have it i hope that that has uh brought you some enlightenment um some value i think that podcasting has been a lot of fun been doing it now for a little over a year and it's been yeah really fulfilling guys i I totally recommend if you guys have a message out there and you want to and you want to tell the world about it it's a great medium um and uh, without further ado, here are some of the bloopers, some of the, the fun stuff that we uh, we did right before the recording.
1: I feel, like, I, I feel like I'm half deaf. Oh, there.
2: I can hear you. Okay,
1: now I can.
0: Can you hear me? I can hear everyone. Good.
1: I can hear everything. Okay, all right, here we go. It's the world has just opened up to me like an oyster. <laughs> With a pearl. With p- a <laughs> <With the> pearl. <laughs> With a pearl in it.
0: God forbid there's no pearl.
1: <laughs> if it opens up without a pearl, it's kind
2: of pointless. <laughs> then, then it's just an oyster that I have to eat, and that's freakish. <laughs> Although I love oysters. I eat, I eat the heck out of oysters. Oh, do, you,
1: yeah. do you believe they're aphrodisiacs?
2: Um, No, but I do believe they're bottom feeders, and you need to be aware of that. One out of a 100, they say. One out of a 100 will make Ooh. you violently ill. Really? Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. so far I'm uh, zero for ninety-nine, so yeah. maybe I should just not stop. eat them anymore. <laughs> That's what stop. they say. Yeah. <laughs> I took
2: uh, one, one day. I ordered twenty-four at a bar, and I was like, I don't know about this. So I was like, this is this is playing the odds. Yeah, 24 seriously. Twenty-four
0: down in one in one sitting. I'll win the lottery tonight, maybe.
1: <laughs> you All should right. go to you should go to a, one of those bars and just order ninety-nine oysters. I'd <laughs> be like, hashtag or not do, dying. Or
0: do or do a one hundred. <laughs> And then play like oyster which, roulette yeah. and be like, which one do you think is gonna kill me? Who
2: here wants this free oyster? <laughs> it's
1: like, do you believe in the theory? You know how, like, if, a, like, if you have a packet of Oreos, um, nobody eats the last one? Like, there's always just No, one I'm not familiar with this theory at all. There's always like, I will one.
0: gladly eat all of them. I
1: used to think it's it all because, the time. I don't know. I don't know what that is. I thought maybe I don't know like, what you're talking about.
0: Yeah,
2: This doesn't make any sense. You don't
1: live in my world.
2: My uh, my friend Ian used to have this rule that anytime anyone ever said, hey, does anyone want the last blank, he, as a rule, 100% of the time, would always say, yes, I will take the last one. Because Good for him. He found it to be most times when people say, does anyone want the last whatever. That's them saying, I want it. And he's like, if you want that, then you should just say you want it. Yeah. So if you're offering, well, then I want it.
0: And then that uh, look of dread on their face, mm-hmm. like, oh, but I wanted it. Yeah. Do you want to
2: split it? How do you split a piece of pizza? It doesn't work.
0: Just, Come you on. take a bite, I take a bite. You take a bite, I take a bite.
2: It's like a, like a Lady in the Tramp type scenario. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's,
1: I, I don't know. It's, it's not hard to split a piece of pizza. You just need a pizza cutter.
0: Oh, if you want well, it must we be nice. Some of us it. don't have fancy yeah. pizza cutters Jeez. in our
2: house.
1: Yeah, you can get a Martha Stewart <laughs> pizza cutter, and oh, you, were, you could do foursies.
2: Jeez Louise, what do you got, souffle plans kicking around, too? Gosh. <laughs> did you,
1: you never had julienned pizza?
2: I only, <laughs> Some of us <laughs> only have uh, two forks, uh, a spork, and a, a spoon that's slotted. That's all I have. That's all I can eat with. Mm. Yeah. I mostly use paper plates,
0: or just go face first into the pie itself, just see what happens. Yeah,
1: I eat as much food as I can with a spoon because it's a very gentle utensil. I feel like a, a fork is dangerous and like just jabby at your mouth. <laughs> like if you don't need to use a fork, don't.
2: Why would I put four shivs in my mouth right. on a regular basis? Yeah, continuously.
1: It's very close to your eye, too. Like, What if you're just not paying attention? So, it's
0: the, so the, spoo- the spoon is the gentle utensil. The
1: spoon can't hurt you. Okay. That's
0: why it's There's called no spooning.
1: There's no way. There's no way oh, the okay, Is hurt
0: you. Yeah, is, that, is that how that started? That's
2: spooning. Well, who wants to be the little spoon? Who wants to be the big spoon? I like being the
0: big spoon. I'm a little spoon guy. Are you?
2: I oh, like to be nice. spooned, yeah. I'm, I'm really more of I'm the ladle. I'm not... <laughs>
0: You just hang awkwardly. <laughs> Who Ooh. wants to get ladled? <laughs> uh,
2: ladled. I want to make you a t-shirt that says, like, I got ladled. <laughs>
1: Spooning is so boring.
2: Spooning is for losers. Ladles. Get are your so cisgender sexy. politics out of here. We ladle over <laughs> in this town.
0: <laughs> Equal opportunity.
1: Yeah. You get more per scoop.
2: Do you want to talk about anything relevant to <laughs>
0: so, sorry, yeah, we no, DC no, We are in the yeah, process we're... of
1: ruining the Geek 30 Happy Hour no, podcast.
0: This is fine. This is, is going to be fodder for right after this segment. <laughs> My name is Alex Vidalis, and I'm joined by Jennifer Crawford. We yeah. are part of <laughs> DC Podfest.
1: Yes, and we have had very little sleep in the past 48 hours. I've drank a lot of coffee. I and lead I'm going
2: to with that with pizza.